My name is Jose Vargas, and I am on a mission to help you create breakthroughs in your personal and professional life so that you can grow and lead your life with excellence. Welcome back to the Jose Vargas Show. Thank you so much for tuning in again. Nat Turner once said that good communication is the bridge between confusion and clarity. So I would say that good communication or your ability to connect with your audience is critical in your role as a leader, whether that is at home or in your organization. And in this episode, I'm going to give you two proven ways, two things that I've learned from experts that I'm applying in my own life and that you need in order to connect with your audience and see the results immediately. So if you're driving, if you are exercising, and if you're busy, your hands are are, are busy, what I want you to do is I want you to go back uh, and just listen to this first part of this podcast and just really write these questions down uh, as you begin to think about these questions, though, even if let's say you can't write them down right now, make sure you go back, write them down and really think about them. But so I want you to take a minute and answer these two questions. Number one, who are you communicating with? Who is your audience? Who is your audience? Who are you communicating with? Who is your audience? And the second question What message do you want to share with your audience? What are you trying to say? What do you want to say to the people that you're trying to connect with? This is important on so many levels because if you're going to connect, you have to know the people or the person that you want to connect with. So let me share a story that illustrates this point. This story is funny. I crack up every time I hear about it. So George Rodriguez was an Old West bank robber from Mexico who operated along the Texas border around the 1900s. Rodriguez was so successful that the Texas Rangers established a special force to try to stop him. Late one afternoon, one of these special rangers saw Rodriguez slipping across the border back into Mexico and he trailed him at a discreet distance. He watched as the outlaw returned to his home village and mingled with the people in the square. When Rodriguez went into his favorite cantina to relax, the ranger slipped in and managed to get the drop on him. With a pistol to the bank robber's head, the lawman said, Jorge Rodriguez, I know who you are. I've come to get back all the money that you have stolen from the banks in Texas, and unless you give it to me, I'm going to blow your brains out. Rodriguez could see the man's badge and he could discern his hostile intent, but there was a problem. He didn't speak, he, the, the guy didn't speak English. He began speaking rapidly in Spanish, but the ranger couldn't understand what he said because there was a problem. He didn't speak Spanish. Just, just then a young boy came up and said in English, I can help. I speak English and Spanish. Do you want me to be your translator? The, Roger, the, the ranger nodded. The boy quickly explained everything the ranger had said. Nervously, Rodriguez answered, Tell the big ranger, uh, tell the big Texas ranger that I have not spent a cent of the money. If he goes to the town, well, face north, count down five stones, he will find a loose one there. Pull it out and all the money is behind there. Please tell him quickly. 
The boy looked back at the ranger and said, Señor, Jorge Rodriguez is a brave man. He said he's ready to die. That's a funny story. But as leaders, we understand the importance of not just talking, but the importance of communicating in such a way that connects with the people that you're communicating with. So important. And the, the, our ability to connect with people must be improved on a daily basis. George Bernard Shaw said that the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place. Man, isn't that true? My first role as a leader and communicator was when I was a student crossing guard. When I was in the eighth grade, I wore one of those orange belts. I was in charge of my class. But that was short-lived because I remember I said something that the teacher didn't like and I was immediately stripped from that position. And that is a metaphor of the power of our words and in my situation of how my big mouth got me in trouble. How many of you have ever been there, right? You ever been there? Your big mouth got you in trouble. You, you said something the wrong way and because of that, how it came across got you in trouble. John Maxwell, leadership expert, said that if you ask me what's the one thing that you can do to be more successful, he said, I'll learn to communicate. He said, learn to communicate. If you want to improve your marriage, connecting better with your spouse will make, make a huge difference. If you want a promotion, you need to connect better with your boss. You need to connect better with your customers. You need to connect better with your peers or with your team. Want to improve the relationships with your friends is all about connecting. And so let me share with you two principles that I learned and, and that I'm learning and still applying in my own life. Principle number one is that connecting increases your influence in every situation. Connecting increases your influence in every situation. Connecting is the ability to identify with people and relate to them in such a way that increases your influence with them. Think about your own life for a moment. Who has influence over you? You can think back at oh, maybe your high school years or college years. Think about your high school coach. Or maybe your best friend. Maybe your spouse. Maybe your gym buddy. Maybe your church buddy. Whoever it is. And you might be saying right now, well... They don't really have influence over me, but I'm going to challenge that right now. How many of you, have you ever watched a movie based on a friend's recommendation? You're probably nodding your head, right? You ate at a restaurant because your friend told you to eat at this restaurant or someone you trusted and had a connection with said, go eat at this restaurant, try this food. As a matter of fact, try this on the menu and you did because why? That person has influence over you. They said, try this new product. Go buy this book. Read this book. Go to this class. Go to that conference. Guess what? You did it. And, that the, and the reason why is because they have influence over you. But why do they have influence? Because they connect with you. You connect with them. You have a chemistry. You connect with each other. And so how does this take place? When I was in the sixth grade... I had a substitute teacher that came in. Her name was Miss K. Miss K had her, she had her hands full with our class, really, and especially with me. But she did something so powerful. 
She started one day to give out awards and appreciation for different things in our class. One student received the best grades for the week award. I want you to notice I didn't get that that award. (laughs) Another got a best behavior award. Well, I didn't get that award either. But here's the award that I got. And, and, and this is what I want you to focus on, her creativity. I received the Best Smile Award. The Best Smile Award. I smiled all the time. And so she gave me an award for that. And I remember Miss K, with my mom's permission, she would invite me over her house. Now, obviously, maybe in today's culture, we can't do that now. But back then, with my mom's permission, she invited me over her house, play with her kids who were the same age as I was, we, you know, we, were, we would swim in her pool. We would go to sporting events. She would take me to sporting events with her kids, wrestling events, monster truck events, drag racing event. She went above and beyond to connect with me. Now, I'm not saying that you need to do this, but I just want you to get the point here. She went above and beyond to connect with me. And I went on from being one of her worst students to becoming one of her best students. Why? Because she influenced me. She connected with me at a deep level. She cared for me and I can feel that she cared for me. So, so much so that she impacted my life. And even after I got married, I remember years later when when I got married, I went out to eat with her and her husband and, and thank her again for the impact that she had in my life. She impacted my life. And the truth is that you can learn how to make every communication an opportunity for a powerful connection. It is within your reach. It might be out of your comfort zone and out of my comfort zone, but it is within our reach. I was pastoring years ago and part of pastoring, for those of you who may not know, is you you get to speak every week. You preach every week. It was part of my role. I loved it. I took it seriously because I knew that what I said had the potential to change someone's life. What I said had the potential to change someone's marriage or their circumstance and give hope to someone in crisis. And as I spoke every Sunday, I felt like I was connecting with the crowd that was there. But one day someone, I asked someone something and they they said to me first, they said, hey, that was a great message last week. And for some reason, I said, hey, what stood out to you about it? And that person, I guess, didn't expect that question. They, they couldn't tell me an answer. It was one person, granted. But in that moment, when that person couldn't answer me, I knew I needed to adjust, change, and grow. Because if you can't remember, and this is how I was reasoning this, right? Or making it make sense in my own mind. If you can't remember what I said, then maybe the principle that I shared with you was lost and therefore the impact and the transformation was lost with it. So I changed my whole system of communication. That moment, I I began to read books on how to become a better communicator, a better connector. And after, after this, and after I began to implement the changes that I was learning, people were coming up to me afterwards and they were saying how, the, the word that I shared impacted their lives and they would share word for word things that I said that Sunday. People were pulling out their wallets years later and sharing with me some, some sermon notes, some things that they impacted them about that sermon and they would keep it in their wallet as a reminder of what happened that day. 
Some had shared how they, that, that my talk gave them hope. Some read books for the very first time because of something that I said and shared with them. Inspired others to grow and change. Lives were being touched touch and transformed. So the reason I'm sharing this is because connecting may be inconvenient for you, but it is necessary for you, for you as a leader to have greater impact with the people around you. And I don't know about you, but I want to have an impact on people. I want to influence people in a positive way. And according to the Harvard Business Review, the number one criteria for advancement and promotion for professionals is an ability to communicate effectively. Are you convinced yet? Okay, so that's principle number one. Principle number two is that connecting is all about others. Connecting is all about others. Speaking in front of a group is not about you, it's about others. It's not about me, it's about others. This podcast is about you. I want to help you become the leader that you were created to be. And so I'm sharing with you some things that I'm learning, things that are I'm applying to my life, and I'm letting you in on my journey so that you will benefit from it. Because it's all about others. Years ago, I was speaking to a group of about a thousand people one Sunday morning. And as I was speaking for, and this is a little embarrassing to admit, but for whatever reason, I became so focused on how I looked. I was so self-conscious at that moment. I was conscious of how I was coming across. I was conscious of how they were interpreting my message. I, I literally felt that I was having an out-of-body experience. I literally saw myself speaking. I was so focused on myself that I disconnected with the audience. I want you to get this. When you focus on yourself, you can't focus on others. And so I disconnected with the audience because I made it about me at that moment. And I remember after the talk, I felt like a fraud. I felt defeated. I felt discouraged. I felt like I let the audience down. Not because what I was saying wasn't a great message, but because I wasn't connected to them. I wasn't engaged and connected with the audience. Again, this is embarrassing, but it's so important to bring out because when we focus on ourselves, we miss an opportunity to connect with the other person that we're trying to connect with. Because connecting is about the other individual or individuals that you're trying to have a conversation with. So why do we focus on ourselves instead of others at times? There's three reasons. Number one, immaturity. We haven't fully matured to understand that it's not about me, it's about other people. That if you're in a leadership role, in a leadership position, or in a position of influence, that it's about you serving and not you getting. Number two, ego. We all have an ego. And ego gets in the way of you putting yourself in second place and putting the other person in first place. And number three, when we fail to value everyone. So to connect with your audience as a leader, you have to forget yourself. You have to forget yourself. The message must be more important than the messenger. I was speaking one, one night 
it, it was a group of maybe 800 people. And as I was speaking, I was engaged with the audience. I felt it. I felt like we were connecting. They were leaning in. They were nodding. They were saying, mm-hmm. They were agreeing. Some were shouting me down, amen. But something happened. Something happened that connected us even deeper. I'll never forget this. As I was sharing a story to illustrate my point, I said a word, but I mispronounced the word. And the second I said it, I knew I messed up. So instead of continuing and ignoring what I just did, I knew that they knew. (laughs) So I wanted them to know that I knew that they knew that I've messed up. So I said, hey, I'm Puerto Rican. And immediately everyone started laughing, including myself. And at that moment, I connected with the audience in such a deeper way. They all could relate to making a mistake. And some even can relate to making a mistake in front of a group of people. And I showed in that moment that I didn't take myself too seriously and that I wanted to serve them. That's why I was there. So we now can relate to each other in a more personal way as a result of my mistake. So what can you do today as a leader to begin to connect with people? I'm going to give you three things that you can do. Number one, choose to grow. Growth is a decision. Your decision to listen to this podcast is you deciding that you're going to allow someone to speak into your life. And first of all, I want to thank you for doing that and allowing me. I'm honored and humbled that you allowed me to speak into your life. So choose to grow. Regardless of how well you connect, regardless of how well you communicate, regardless of how many words you have in your vocabulary, there's always room for growth. There's always room for improvement. There's always room to become better. There's always room to to, to make it about other people. So choose to grow. Number two, position yourself in an environment of growth. Like you're doing now with this podcast, with this show. Position yourself in that environment where where you can grow, where you can learn, where you can ask questions, where you can comment and feedback and and get feedback. Position yourself in an environment of people who are growing, who are going somewhere. I love hearing stories of my friends when I when I ask them, hey, how are you doing? And they tell me that they're taking a course or taking a class or doing something to improve themselves. Why? Because they are positioning their lives in an environment of growth. The third thing that you can do is drop the pride. Now, this is an internal one. If you truly care for people, they will see your heart right through your mistakes, right through your flaws, and right through your shortcomings, and they will love you for you. So drop the pride. There's no reason why we need to pretend. We can be ourselves. We want to connect with them. We want to love them. We want to serve them. We want their best interest at heart. Number four, value everyone. Because everyone matters. Everyone matters. Everyone has their own journey. I'm sure you've seen this on Instagram or social media. Everyone is fighting a battle that you know nothing about. And, and that is so true. 
And everyone has a story. Everyone has a journey. Every journey matters because they matter to God. And when you choose to connect with them, you're telling them, hey, you matter. You matter. I want to hear you. I want to know you. I want to connect with you. And those are two. And we're going to have another episode where I'm going to give you some more of these uh, uh, principles. But wherever you are in your leadership journey, choose to connect with people. Be real, be vulnerable, be yourself. And remember that when you choose to connect, it could have an impact on the person that you are connecting with. Friends, it takes time and it takes work. But together we can become a leader worth following. You don't have to remain stuck. You don't have to put up a front. But you can take actionable, practical steps to get breakthroughs and not just accept your life, but lead your life towards excellence and towards impact. Because isn't that what we want? We want to have impact in this world and we want to impact the people in our lives. I want to thank you for joining me today. Don't forget to share this episode on your social media. That's how we keep this message going. Thank you so much and I'll see you soon.